0: Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where do, you go? Where do you
1: go? Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into this week's edition of the Monday edition of Inside the 20. Today is Halloween 2022. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. If you're not a member of that site, we got a free week right now for you. Jump on there and get a free week if you like us, and we know you will. 50% off an annual subscription. And also, please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are growing. Hit 3,000 last night. Big numbers there. Um, As always, going to be joined by Mr. Keith Niebuhr. We're going to do our best to get all the recruiting intel to you inside the 20-minute mark. Keith, how are you doing this morning, big dog?
0: I'm good, man. I'm looking forward to reading all these Halloween puns and, and sports stories across the country. You know? These guys can't help themselves. Some of these riders, you know. What
1: I mean? Well, you know, I don't want to spook you. Hey, I uh, know it's.
0: it's
1: <laughs> 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 hey, before we get started, Keith, big. How about you, to Caleb Let's Schofield there at Mike Patton Auto um, on Lafayette Parkway in Lagrange, Georgia? <laughs> Excuse me. Great dude, great Auburn man, selling good cars. Keith knows he's bought one from uh, Caleb already. Caleb's got a new Ford, Lincoln, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Hondas. Have, has a fantastic. Used car lot. Keith, as I said earlier, purchased a Ford Bronco from Caleb. Had it delivered to his home in Tampa. Can't go wrong with that. All, all used cars, like Keith's Ford Bronco, passed a multi-point inspection before they even think about selling them. And uh, they back those used cars with a free three-month, 3,000-mile 3, warranty. The new cars get an even better deal. Come with a free lifetime powertrain warranty, unlimited time, unlimited mileage. And, hey, you're not in the market for a car and you know somebody who is? Send them to Caleb. Get you you a $300 check sent right to your, uh, I don't know, house, bank, Venmo, whatever it is. Caleb Schofield, give him a call, 334-531-0996. Keith, Auburn lost to Arkansas on Saturday, not surprisingly. Uh, I think maybe somewhat surprising, even though the season seems to be on a downward spiral. Recruits still showing up at these games. Uh, Auburn had two official visitors in Tyler Scott and Colton Hood, both top defensive back targets. Colton Hood committed to Michigan State, uh, still looking at Auburn, Tyler Scott, kind of came out of nowhere. Auburn offering him back when he was committed to Arkansas State. Nobody really had heard of him up until that point, and Some fans were wondering, oh, why aren't we offering an an Arkansas state commitment? Well, it turns out he's really, really good. Alabama, Texas, USC all have jumped in the mix. Tennessee, uh, several other schools now have offered. Uh, But he came to Auburn this weekend. I talked to him yesterday after he left. The thing that I took away from Tyler Scott, two things. Two things, uh, the first being he has a fantastic long-time relationship with Zach Etheridge and – Zach Etheridge is the big reason Tyler Scott has high interest in Auburn. Uh, all these schools have come in after Zach had already established that relationship, already offered the kid. And so Zach Etheridge being in Auburn for Tyler Scott, and I asked him, hey, listen, you know, it, it, there's no, uh, uh, nobody's fooling anybody here. All, Auburn's coaches are, um, at least Brian Harson appears to be on his way out. How would that affect your recruitment with Auburn? Tyler Scott said, listen, if Zach Etheridge is here, it doesn't affect me at all. I thought that was interesting. I also asked him about NIL and how important NIL will be in his recruitment. Tyler Scott was pretty blunt. He goes, hey, man, everybody wants that money. It's going to be very important to me. So those are the two takeaways. Uh, He's got official visits to Texas, uh, USC. He'll be at Alabama the weekend of the Iron Bowl. So keeping an eye on him, Keith, you've been following Tyler Scott. Hell, we both thought at one point he was going to be then Auburn's next commitment. Of course, that was before all these other major schools jumped in. Um, And I know you didn't hear the Tyler Scott, but thoughts on Tyler Scott, Auburn's recruitment of him.
0: Yeah, you know, I think we should have known better. Once Auburn decided that he was a top target, not just a target, but a top target. And then you look at the success of the Auburn secondary right now, and if you're another school, you look at that, you say, okay, these guys at Auburn last staff and this staff seem to know what they're doing when it comes to defensive backs. Sure. So as a staff, we need to take a look at the guys that Auburn offers in the secondary. And that's exactly what happened. And so he's picked up just a ton of offers, uh, legit players, good size, good length, probably could play corner or safety, quite frankly. And uh, that flexibility, um, you know, makes them even more valuable. There's not a ton of guys that can do that effectively. Uh, you know, I, like I said, we should have known better. We should have known the other schools were going to come in uh, and and push hard for him, and that's exactly what's happened. And, you know, it just goes to show you there's still guys that can uh, really develop over the summers before their senior years, mm-hmm. make a name for themselves as senior years, uh, during the senior year. I, I guess the other issue, I, I the thing is that, so this brings up the point. Okay what's the point of having this un- an unbelievable scouting department if this is going to happen? Okay, you're going to identify guys and you're going to jump in early on guys, but if they're really good, other people are going to swoop right in and offer them anyway. Well, that, that's fine. As, you, as the program gets more competitive, now right now, these days, that's bad news for Auburn, generally speaking, because Auburn's not winning those battles like it used to. But ultimately, Auburn is going to start winning a lot of those big battles again, Jeffrey. It's cyclical. Uh, and so it is important to have a, a strong scouting group uh, to get in early and identify guys and, and by the way, I'm not saying it's not going to impact Tyler Scott. like you said it has he's got a great relationship with Zach Etheridge and those few weeks that allowed Auburn to get ahead are really what have uh, what has Auburn in the hunt at all right mm-hmm. he's, uh, to Auburn doesn't sound like it not with the visits he's taking, but it gives him a chance. I guess the question the next question would be and the same with the next official visitor who we're going to talk about in a minute, Colton Hood. they both said that you know as long as Zach Etheridge is here, you know basically Auburn's got a shot. And a new coach is, here's the thing, when you, we, we can reasonably deduce that Auburn's probably going to have a new coach, right? A, any new coach, once a job is offered to them, the power is now in their hands, okay? Because they know the school wants them and will do a lot of things to get them once they know that they're the guy. And we've seen it before where new head coaches don't want to keep anybody. And quite frankly, yeah. I'm not sure I would blame them. Uh, when you come into a program that clearly has some toxicity right now uh, and, you know, no fault of I mean, whose fault is it. I don't know, but Auburn's three and five and maybe looking at a staring down the barrel of a four and eight time season. Sometimes a new coach would look at that situation and say, I want to get the stink off my hands. Right. Uh, and that's not a personal slam on any of these guys. But collectively, right. they're they may go four and eight. It is what it is. Uh, Etheridge obviously would be a guy you'd have to take a look at, though, and give strong consideration to. He'd have to click with a new head coach, obviously, both uh, philosophically and uh, systematically, right? You know, sure. what does the new DC want? What do they want to do? What kind of defense do they want to run? How, who wants to run the? Am I going to have this guy run? Well, for, give you an example. A new DB coach, Jeffrey, may say uh, a new uh, a new a uh, new defensive coordinator may oh. say, "I want one DB coach running the corners." And the second and the safeties. Sometimes you split them up. I, I know that they were in one room with Kevin Steele, and I don't think that made uh, Marcus Woodson too thrilled. Right. Right. You just don't know what direction they're going to go. But Zach Etheridge, I'm telling you, <clears throat> he uh, look. They aimed high, and they missed on some five star guys, big name guys, AJ Harris. But when all the Auburn coaches, unfortunately, this is where they're at. They've had to move down their boards. Right. But nobody moves down better than Zach Etheridge because when he moved down that board last year, he ended up getting Keontae Scott, uh, the Juco player who's going to end up being an NFL corner. I don't think anybody doubts that. So, in Zach, we trust is kind of where I'm at right now. I, I love everything he does. Um,
1: but, and you know, he,
0: he, he's keeping him in the – let's put it that way.
1: And, and you know, Zach is an area recruiter for, what, Montgomery, Quay Russell, James Smith – He's the area recruiter, if I'm not mistaken, at Langston Hughes. Is that right, Keith?
0: I, I believe so, yes. You know, when he locks in on guys, I don't know if he's a guy that's calling kids five, six days a week. But once he identifies a guy he wants and locks in, he rather than just these hit-and-run phone calls, he, he really does take the time to build relationships with guys. And we heard it from Tyler Scott. We also heard it from Colton Hood, the Michigan State Commit, who's an Auburn legacy. Uh, he's cornerback who officially visited over the weekend as well. We're hearing basically the same thing from two different kids, and uh, that Zach has taken the time to really get to know them. That's the strength of a good recruiter. That's a, me, that's a sign of every good recruiter, not just how many calls you make, how many texts you may, you, you send, but how deep of a relationship do you build. Uh, who's the other guy on the staff that we hear that about? Cadillac Williams. Who's another guy? Rock, Bell, and Tony. Uh, so uh,
1: Christian you know, Robinson.
0: It, that's right. So far, it has definitely paid off for Zach. Uh, I feel good about their chances with Colton Hood. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like they're going to have a shot to get either of these guys, even if Zach isn't part of the staff. Because I feel like they like Auburn. I think they'd have a better shot with Hood if Etheridge is gone. Uh, to me, that would be more of a stinging blow with with Scott because the competition, quite frankly, is much more stiff to land him. Which I don't know if you agree or disagree. with No, that. I do.
1: Yeah, it would be an easier battle there with Colton Hood. He's committed to Michigan State. You know, Tyler Scott's got Alabama, USC, Tennessee, Texas all coming after him heavily and Colton Hood not so much still, uh, I tell you what man I was surprised Colton Hood, he, he's taller than I thought um, you know I think of Roderick Hood, his uncle
2: uh, I think DeAngelo Hood Another day is here and you're ready for it What to wear? Check Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help Eighteen plus,
1: Leroy. But anyways, well, I, I think of a smaller, smaller DB. But but Colton Hood was uh, taller than I was. The difference between him and is probably because, like you said before, uh, the the different types of school coming after Colton Hood. NIL is not going to be a big factor for him. I no. think he wants to be at Auburn, and uh, if if there's a spot for him in that class, if and when a uh, new coaching staff. I, I, I would probably have him in my mock draft. Uh, I guess like you
0: just mentioned his height, uh, you know I've never been able to eyeball him in person and that's kind of the one thing. Let's see he's listed here at 5'11" 175. Do you think that's accurate, Jeffrey? How, how small at, is the guy? uh
1: uh-uh, at least. I think he's at least 5'11". Uh, okay. He might he might be 6 feet with cleats on, so yeah. I'm trying to I, think I, I'm 6'1" with my shoes on and if if he's shorter than I am, it's not by much.
0: So he's growing, okay, okay. Because mm-hmm. I was wondering about that. They haven't. Uh, I'm trying. I was trying to think of the smaller cornerbacks at Auburn that have had success in recent years. I mean, McCrory wasn't a huge guy. Uh, Gerard I, Powers. Yeah. Uh, who was another one? Um, oh boy, I, I just had it on the tip of my tongue, but you know. You don't have to be huge if you're really good, obviously. And he's right. by the way, Colton Hood's putting up, you know, we're talking about Tyler Scott's stock rising. I mean, Colton Hood's stock could rise too now. I, you know, Michigan is recruiting his teammate DJ Chester. We'll talk about him. I think right. uh, for offensive lineman. And I think they've got some interest in Hood too. He's having a hell of a season. He's got some interceptions. He's doing a, a great job at receiver averaging, you know, 20 yards a catch. I think he's even played some quarterbacks. So he's really doing a lot of things for his team. Uh, and and could be catching the eye of some other teams and you know it's not just uh, Auburn's not the only one looking for DBs and so you just don't know who else is going to jump in there if if Michigan for instance were to offer you know that could be a new wrinkle as Auburn goes through this whole period of who's going to be the head coach next year again that uncertainty gives other programs time to jump in and build relationships with kids too and that's probably what's happening with Tyler Scott I mean on the one hand, Zach Etheridge is building this great relationship with him and has built a great relationship with him. But on the other, he's having to take shots from, you know, he's having to fend off bullets from all over the place, right? Uh, and so it's interesting there. You know, I mean, Tyler Scott is now a national recruit. He's going to end up being a four star guy yeah. all said and done.
1: You mentioned it earlier, but the news yesterday coming out of the weekend, besides the official visitors, was D.J. Chester, Colton Hood's teammate, four-star offensive lineman from Eagles Landing Christian in uh, in, in Georgia, announced that he will be announcing his commitment on Thursday. Uh, among the schools, among the finalists, we all believe that the, the top finalists would be LSU, Auburn, Michigan. Would you throw anybody else in there, Keith?
0: Yeah, th- who were the other ones? Ole Miss, Florida State, I think is is. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, Recruited him real heavily, and apparently their NIL game has picked up. Um, and he's got Florida, uh, Florida a one of his six. Okay. Schools. That move. I mean, you know, I think it's great to see the HBCU. Absolutely. Some attention here. Um, I love that Florida AM logo.
1: Get I'm, a hat on the table.
0: Yeah. yeah, I grew up watching their band as a kid, so I've always kind of been partial to that program. But I'm more of a
1: Honeybees guy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's good. Uh, they're good. Uh, so, you know, it's
1: – He went to Michigan for an official to, visit.
0: For an official visit. You know, LSU's felt good about this one for a while. Uh, you know, Jeffrey, as of last week, I mean, you had more intel on this one than I did. But Auburn felt like it really had a good shot. Sure. The timing of this. You know, Cole Pinkston, who works with us at Auburn Live, all, all y'all know Cole. He went to go visit the kid last week. And he said, hey, I'm not going to decide for a while. I'm not even close to deciding. Well, then, just a few days later, he says, okay, I'm announcing next week. That could be ominous. Uh, I, I don't know what the vibe is at Auburn right now, but I can't imagine. I don't think it's
1: happen. very optimistic, the timing.
0: Uh, and, but a week ago, they were fairly sure. optimistic right now. Now, the other, the other way of looking at this is that unless this was planned all along, but if this, this just popped up, hey, I want to announce, that might not be the end of the world because that might mean he can change his mind just as easily as he just changed it. You get a new coach in. We know Auburn's NIL is heading in the right direction. We know he's close with Drew Fabianis, the GM at Auburn. Um, you know, I'd keep recruiting that guy if you like him. Sure. Yeah, I'd keep recruiting
1: him. Sure, so, absolutely. I, th- I think the uh, the on three RPM currently favors LSU. Of course, it has favored LSU for a while. I know Shay Dixon, they're a uh, great job doing, does a great job at our LSU on three site. He upped his confidence level from 70 to 80% on DJ Chester today. And I don't blame him at all. I, I, I think the only odd thing to me is that he came back from an official visit to Michigan and hours later announced that he was going to announce on Thursday. And, uh, but, but I mean, uh, to me, to me, it's not Auburn. Uh, I don't think Auburn should, uh, should expect anybody to commit right now.
0: Uh, Unless it's Colton Hood.
1: uh, Who uh, wants to be at Auburn. Yes.
0: Yeah. But you know, new staff, I mean, it's so tricky. I mean, you know, new staff would have to come in and decide, you know, so take a guy like Clay Whedon, the offensive lineman from down here in Florida. He's already committed to two schools now. God, that would really put him in a bad spot if a new staff didn't want him. Yes. I mean, he'll find a home, no problem. But, you know, gosh, who who wants to commit a third time? But, yeah, Colton Hood, I feel like I like Auburn chances. But maybe with, with D.J. Chester, it was a situation where going to Michigan was kind of – you know, we think of it as um, – yeah, the natural inclination would be, gosh, he just went to Michigan. It's got to be Michigan. But it might have just been, all right, let me go see Michigan one more time just to make sure LSU's where I want to go. Right. Yeah. But, again, I think we've heard enough behind the scenes and Auburn has felt uh, enough optimism at times that I think you keep recruiting him. And, and uh, if and when you make a coaching change, maybe the new offensive line coach just falls in love with this guy or maybe the offensive line coach at the school he commits to leaves for another school i mean yeah, you, know, you identify guys you like and you keep plugging away until they tell you don't recruit me anymore yeah now again a new staff probably would still want dj chester with auburn's 11 commitments right now we don't know we don't know which ones they would want to keep and which ones they wouldn't want to keep
1: the yeah. new the new staff
0: yeah a, a okay. new staff correct we don't know they everybody's going to have their own tastes I mean, I've seen guys that – I've seen four-star players that don't get kept in a class because not what they're, look, a right. staff they're looking for, you know.
1: Yeah. What, what kind of offensive lineman are you looking for? What kind of offense are you going to yeah. run? Yeah. Is, is this a, an agile guy that we can use in our offensive system? Is he a pro-style guy that we don't
0: – Or head coach says, hey, listen, I got a couple of guys that are coming with me. Yeah. Okay. And offensive that, line that'll, coaches. That, that'll fix that spot that this kid plays. We need that scholarship – on this other position more than this mm-hmm. position. So there, there's always going to be a lot of that, too. Uh, now, I can't imagine any new coach at Auburn not wanting to take about 10 offensive linemen.
1: Yeah, but, uh, The knees are still going to be the same.
0: Yeah, if you, you just got to hope if you're Auburn that doesn't scare any, away any potential prospects. I mean, listen, I know somebody in the coaching business and they uh, they were considering Arizona's job. And I don't want to – this is just telling a story. I'm not comparing the Arizona job to the Auburn job. But he looked over the Arizona roster – uh, a few years ago and said, I can't do this. I can't, no, I can't do this. Um, and and going back in time, do you think Chad Morris regrets going to Arkansas? You know, when he was told he'd have four years to rebuild it and they Mm. didn't even give him two. And they had a major, major rebuild. And by the way, you could, you could say, Hey, look, he didn't get it done. Okay. But some rebuilds are harder than others. I, I think Auburn's rebuild really is up front on both sides sure. and, and at quarterback i think if you do that you can within a couple of years you can kind of be headed right back in the right direction fairly competitive yeah yeah I mean, yeah it's still auburn at the end of the day and you're still in an unbelievable location um and like we said young kids are still visiting jeffrey a lot of 2024s were at the game the other day and they're liking auburn so as long as they mesh a little bit with the new staff they're probably going to give auburn a look and you know depending upon who you would hire you may have a ton of buzz. You know, that's you,
1: exactly right. You
0: hire a new guy. Everybody pulls behind the guy. Now, the problem with hiring Brian Arsenal was everybody got behind him at the beginning, well, as many people as possible, fans. But kids didn't know who he was. They didn't know who he was at all. Okay? And he
1: really didn't go out of his way to make sure they no, did. No. Uh,
0: yeah, he didn't, didn't make a lot of phone calls. We know that because we talked to the kids, and they said, I have not heard from him."
1: Dude, they're still calling him what Harrison. I like
0: you about that. That's, that's, you know.
1: Still have kids calling him Harrison, Coach Harrison.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh, and
1: who was it? If you, uh, if you Colton Hood. Behind, I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. If you rally behind a new coach, Jeffrey, you and I can make a guy sound like Vince Lombardi. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, there, I, I would imagine four or five weeks from now, there's going to be a lot more buzz about Auburn than there is right now.
1: Yeah. And if you hire the right guys, you said creating that buzz that for, for recruiting momentum going into the December, that's huge, man. Yeah. Getting a guy who everybody's believing in, and you you know you've got national recognition from guys thinking, oh, this is the right hire for Auburn. Yeah, it, it, it would be big for recruiting. Uh, real quick, Keith. Besides yeah. the guys we mentioned, you know, uh, Quay Russo, James Smith, Darren Reed were there. Jelani Thurman came over from Langston Hughes. Yeah. Terrence Love, of course, Aaron Nolan, uh, all those guys came in for. a Yet I, th- I think most of them had been there. That's for the fourth yeah,
0: a lot game. Of the players are visiting. You yeah. know, they like Auburn. They just need
1: to like that new coach, Jeff. It's it's, it's, a, it's it's a great place for recruits. Love Auburn. They love the atmosphere.
0: They love
1: it. <laughs> so, getting that momentum is really the only thing you're lacking. Some 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 confidence, some optimism around the program is the only thing you're really lacking right now, Keith. Wednesday, I, I'd like to talk maybe talk about retention. If you're the new coach, are you going to keep anybody? Yeah. What and if so, why? uh I, we're looking at it from the recruiting angle so that's that's kind of how we're uh we're programmed you and i uh we'll go over that man but uh i don't want to throw the flag on us this week so we're going to get out uh great show man we appreciate everybody listening again auburn live on three one week free 50 percent off an annual subscription after that please like and subscribe our youtube channel uh we're growing we're, we're having daily content all week long and we'll be covering auburn and auburn recruiting even basketball recruiting from beginning to end, man. Thanks, everybody, for listening. For Zach in the back, for Keith, I'm Jeffrey Lee. Y'all stay out of the left lane. See ya.
2: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumbacasino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere,